your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 618 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you're hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, we're going to have uh, part two of what turned out to be kind of a two-part episode here. In yesterday's episode, we talked a little bit about the biggest takeaways and the biggest highlights and the most interesting things that were said during the Rangers exit interviews. Obviously, the entire team was made available to members of the Rangers media, and Gerard Gallant was also talking to the media and shared his thoughts on the season, his first season, obviously, as head coach of the New York Rangers. But there were a couple of other things that I wanted to get to, a couple of other uh, you know, topics that were covered from players, from the coach, during the exit interviews, and we're going to do that today. I also want to talk about, uh, at least very briefly here, Vitaly Kravtsov signing a one-year, one-way contract with the New York Rangers. This is something that kind of needs its own episode. I mean, there were so many uh, chapters already written in this story. For somebody that's only played a grand total of 20 career games with the New York Rangers, Vitaly Kravtsov, there's been a lot of uh, you know ups and downs, and probably more downs than ups, in all honesty, in his New York Ranger tenure here, and uh, no shortage of drama along the way. He now signs a one-year, one-way contract, which means that uh, he cannot be sent down to the minors without first passing through waivers, which I'm sure will make Kravtsov very happy because that was uh, you know, his big issue this past season. Had to start the season in Hartford and ends up back in the KHL because he didn't appreciate the fact that the Rangers had sent him down. But like I said, that's a whole episode worth of stuff, and that's going to be tomorrow's episode for sure. So we'll talk about Vitaly Kravtsov in greater detail at that time. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention, and we'll do this in today's episode, at the very end, uh, the Rangers also announced that they have agreed to terms with forward Gustav Rydell of the SHL on a one-year contract. So we'll talk a little bit about him at the end of the episode, uh, you know, how he might fit into the Rangers' plans here. But like I said, we're going to go ahead and start first and foremost with uh, just a couple of other highlights and some takeaways from the exit interviews that the Rangers did on Monday. Something that I thought was interesting, you know, in yesterday's episode, we talked about how many different uh, New York Ranger players and specifically impending unrestricted free agents mentioned that they felt like they had unfinished business. And to kind of build upon that, a couple of players, Barkley Goodrow and Chris Kreider to be specific, kind of uh, pointed to Tampa Bay and the fact that they came up short before they, of course, won the Stanley Cup the last two years. And Barclay Goodrow obviously was a part, a big part, of those two Stanley Cups that Tampa Bay won. He was not there when they lost to Columbus. And for anybody that needs a refresher, so three seasons ago, Tampa Bay, best team in the league, hands down, by far the President's Trophy winners were basically just killing time until the playoffs started at the end of the regular season. You know, set all kinds of records in the regular season, just had an absolutely stacked roster. They get to the playoffs against a Columbus Blue Jackets team that barely snuck its way in, that was coached by John Tortorella, in fact, and Columbus just swept them right out of the playoffs. Tampa Bay was up 3 to nothing in Game 1. And that's about where the good news ends for Tampa Bay because Columbus just took it to them after that. 
Um, but yeah, Barclay Goodrow talking about uh, that whole situation with the Lightning, and he said, your best lesson comes from disappointment. And he's obviously applying that to what just happened to the Rangers here. Obviously, they have a really strong, really impressive run in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs and just a huge disappointment. Losing four straight to Tampa, not being able to get the job done there and being eliminated in the Eastern Conference Final. Once again, just two wins shy of going to the Stanley Cup Final. By the way, Goodrow, while we're talking about him, he also mentioned that he had a fracture in his uh, foot bone. So he obviously was uh, playing through the Stanley Cup playoffs with that. It's not really a surprise at this point. I, I mean, it's tremendously impressive, don't get me wrong, but we hear so many stories about this from different hockey players who gut it out, play through pain, play through injuries when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and this is just the next example of that. And for Barkley Goodrow, a guy that we all know, you know, kind of plays an old-school brand of hockey, he's tough as nails, uh, that is pretty much right on brand for him, going out there and playing through, you know, a fracture in his bones. So interesting to hear him draw parallels between the Rangers and, again, the Lightning, when the Lightning were eliminated out of the playoffs by the Columbus Blue Jackets just a couple of seasons ago. And then Chris Kreider kind of brought this up as well. Chris Kreider was very emotional during his uh, presser, his exit presser here. He mentioned that... He was reminded of something that John Tortorella said because, again, John Tortorella was the coach of that Columbus Blue Jackets team that swept the Lightning out of the playoffs. Apparently, this is according to Chris Kreider, Tortorella, after the Jackets swept the Lightning, he said that we just created a monster. And indeed they did because you look at what Tampa Bay has done since then. They have basically just kicked butt and taken no prisoners. Again, they won the Stanley Cup. The year after that tremendous disappointment in the first round against the Jackets, they won the Stanley Cup last year as well. They've won two in a row. They might very well win the Stanley Cup this year. They're up against the Colorado Avalanche, who I believe are favored, are the Avalanche, in this series. But I'm not really buying that. I say Tampa uh, for the record. I'm going to go with Tampa winning this series in six games. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Colorado beats them. But, uh, yeah, it's, they're a buzzsaw, man. They're, they're just a ridiculously good team and very, very difficult to contain. Um, but, yeah, I, I just found it interesting. And, you know, I'm not really sure the way Kreider talked about this if Tortorella said that publicly, that we just create a monster in the Tampa Bay Lightning, or if that was a conversation that the two of them had. Not really sure. But, uh, obviously, Tortorella was on to something there. And uh, you just hope that, you know, the Rangers, they, they're the new monster now. And, you know, John Cooper during his post-game presser after Game 6 was very complimentary of the Rangers. He even said that he thinks Gerard Gallant is probably going to be sitting there in that situation in the near future. And we can only keep our fingers crossed that he's absolutely right about that. We'll see what happens. There's no guarantees. There's no easy path back to the Eastern Conference Final and hopefully beyond. But the Rangers have set themselves up to be a very, very good team for a number of seasons here. We will have some other takeaways from the exit interviews in just a second here. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse just so happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto. 
LockedOnNewYorkRangers.com. All right, just want to thank everybody for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And we have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. All right, so as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, we talked about the comments from some of the impending unrestricted free agents from the New York Rangers who are not obviously locked up long-term and may or may not be back with the team today. I'd also like to talk, though, about uh, two players that are locked up long-term and both of whom could maybe even be in the mix for the Ranger captaincy if they choose to name a captain this offseason. We shall see. But that would be Chris Kreider and uh, Mika Zibanejad. We'll get to those guys in just a second. I actually, though, first, I want to talk a little bit about some injury updates. We already mentioned Barclay Goodrow. Uh, Ryan Lindgren suffered an ankle injury in the final regular season game of the year when Nick Jensen fell and laid it on his ankle. We knew that Ryan Lindgren has obviously been playing injured the entire postseason. He had to miss a handful of games against Pittsburgh, games two, three, and four. But he obviously ended up really gutting it out for this team, made such an impact. He might be somebody else that at this point could maybe, maybe be in the mix for the Ranger captaincy. I think the one hurdle there is that he's only signed for the next two seasons. And with a captain, you want it to be somebody that's going to be there long-term, I would imagine. But yeah, that guy was a warrior. And uh, him coming back in that Pittsburgh series made a tremendous difference and just steady as a rock back there. You know, Adam Fox and, uh, you know, Jacob Truba, maybe even Ke'Andre Miller, they tend to grab the headlines a little bit but man, Ryan Lindgren is some kind of a defenseman and uh, obviously tough as nails. And if that doesn't make you want to run through a wall as a New York Ranger player, you know, this guy going out there and uh, playing with this ankle injury and gutting it out through the entire playoffs, if that doesn't make you want to run through a wall, I don't know what will. Um, but obviously, yeah, again, huge impact on this very impressive New York Ranger run here. And even more impressive when you realize that, you know, he's going th- through all this with an ankle injury. We knew he was playing hurt. We didn't know exactly what it was, you know, lo- lower body injury. I think probably the smart money was on an ankle injury, but uh, yeah, Ryan Lindgren can't say enough about uh, the fortitude that he showed throughout this playoff season. And then also Ryan Strom, he's finding out, uh, I'm recording this today, he's finding out today, Tuesday, uh, whether he needs surgery or not. Apparently, he has a pelvic injury, and this is what he had to say about that. The second half of the year, I was dealing with the same injury over and over again. Playoffs, it got worse. So obviously, Strom 2 gutting it out, and not to make excuses again, that, that game five near goal by Ryan Strom, I think he's got to find a way to receive that pass from Andrew Kopp and bury it into the empty net there, or the vacated net. Uh, he was unable to do so, but you wonder if that injury, the pelvic injury, could have prevented him from being able to hit the brakes as forcefully as he would have liked and maybe just uh, affected his play there and affected his play overall throughout this entire playoff run. You know, he had his moments here and there, but for the most part, I think if you're the Rangers, you would have liked to have gotten a little bit more out of Ryan Strom. Did have the pelvic injury, apparently, and uh, obviously now an impending unrestricted free agent. Well, we'll see how that shakes out for sure. Could go either way. I would imagine he'll probably be on his way. But uh, yeah, just a couple of injury updates. A lot of guys, you know, digging deep and playing through some pain. Uh, Tyler Mott was another one. You know, obviously he was injured for a while, came back sooner than expected. And um, yeah, just uh, a lot of guys 
digging deep and uh, doing what they had to do to lead the Rangers as far as they did. Now, as far as these uh, press conferences from Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad, both of them were emotional, Kreider especially so. Uh, Kreider recalled during his presser here just how many people reached out to him, reached out to the team, talked to them about how proud they were of this New York Ranger team. Uh, Kreider also did mention that it's kind of hard to be proud right now, right after you get bounced out of the playoffs, and uh, this is what he had to say about that. He said, right now, it stings. That sting is what's going to push us over the edge. And talking about, you know, the environment that he felt at Madison Square Garden and just from Ranger fans in general, this is what he had to say about that. I've never felt that kind of energy. Even going back to my first few years, the city was always behind us. That was something special. That's not going anywhere. We'll be back. And yeah, that's obviously high praise from Chris Kreider. He's obviously the longest tenured Ranger on the team, the only member of this New York Ranger team to remain from the 2014 team that went to the Stanley Cup final. And yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think he's right about that. There, there was a certain electricity and a certain bond between the fans and these players that I think eclipsed maybe even the 2014 team. And maybe that's recency bias talking. Obviously, that 2014 team was very much beloved uh, by myself, by I'm sure a number of you listening as well. But yeah, special connection between the fan base and this 2021-2022 uh, squad here. Uh, very young team that obviously proved a lot of people wrong, exceeded a lot of expectations, and made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Final, flirted with even going to the Stanley Cup Final. And then one last thing here that I want to mention from Chris Kreider as far as uh, you know what he said at his presser. Uh, he was asked about Mika Zibanejad, and he said, I couldn't be more proud of Mika's response. It's very contagious when your leader, best player on your team, guy that does everything for you, rises to the challenge night in and night out. And he's absolutely right. And I've said this before about Mika Zibanejad. You know, he had a, a big-time playoff run for this New York Ranger team. There were a couple games here and there where he was a little bit quiet. But for the most part, I thought Mika was outstanding. And it's something that I've said about Mika in the past. It's something that I'll repeat here. And it's something that I believe was true during this run by the New York Rangers. I really think Mika Zibanejad, among all the Ranger forwards, he is their most consistently excellent player. And I do not say that lightly because this is a team that's got Artemi Panarin, a guy who flirted with 100 points this season, a guy who has been in the mix for the Hart Trophy, as well as the Ted Lindsay in the past, you know, during his tenure on the New York Rangers here, just an electric player. And then you've got Chris Kreider himself, who is coming off a season in which he scored 52 goals, an absolute breakout season. They're both fantastic players. Couldn't be happier that both Kreider and Panarin are locked up long term. But Mika Zibanejad, when you look at everything that he does for this team, uh, between you know that that snipe of a slap shot that he has to some of the passes that he makes to his ability to elevate players around him, Chris Kreider included, and whomever might be playing on the right wing. You know, Frank Vetrano was great for this team down the stretch, and I think that certainly uh, Mika Zibanejad has something to do with that. When you look at uh, you know just again just everything that he does for this team, sniping on the power play turning in great shifts on the penalty kill. Mika Zibanejad, once again, I said it in the past. I will say it again here now. I will reiterate it right here, right now. They're absolute, most consistently excellent player. We're going to talk a little bit more about Mika Zibanejad and also a couple of quotes from Gerard Gallant. And we're also going to, once again, uh, discuss the Rangers' recent signing of Gustav Rydell from the Swedish Hockey League. We will get to all that in just a second. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by betonline.net. 
BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so a couple other quotes from Mika Zibanejad during his presser here, and then we'll move on to a couple of other things like I was talking about. But, you know, he addressed the uh, the slogan slash hashtag that the Rangers have been using all year, no quit in New York, and this is what he had to say about it. No quit in New York doesn't mean that we will never lose, but we did not quit. That's one of the things I'm most proud of about the group. And then he also went on to say that we knew we were always going to bounce back or keep fighting, and that's one of the reasons we got this far. And something that I've definitely noticed, you know, with Kreider and Mika, and and Mika was in there in the room during Kreider's uh, exit interview here, those two are about as close as any two Ranger teammates that I can remember during my entire Ranger fandom. One other, uh, you know, friendship that definitely springs to mind is uh, Henrik Lundqvist and Matt Zuccarello, but these two are really tight. We've talked about once or twice in the past, but you can tell even when their playing careers are long over and they've long since hung up the skates, these two are going to be uh, pretty tight uh, probably for the rest of their lives. They, they are you know really close friends and uh, the two leaders of this team and the two elder statesmen of this team and the two guys that uh, if the Rangers are going to win a Stanley Cup, they're going to have a big say in it, both from what they do on the ice and also from a leadership perspective. But Gerard Gallant also uh, talked a little bit about uh, you know the the slogan, the whole uh, no quit in New York slogan, and this is what he had to say about it. There was no quit. It's something the guys rallied around all season long. He mentioned that, by the way, when he was asked what he was most proud of uh, this season as it pertains to the New York Rangers, just the fact that there is no quit whatsoever. And again, that goes well beyond a uh, hashtag or a marketing slogan or whatever else you want to call it. I mean, it was very, very true. 5-0 in elimination games and a team that was always at its best when its back was against the wall. Chris Kreider mentioned something like this earlier in the playoff run that since he's been here, and this is something that was instilled upon him when he was a young player on the New York Rangers, the Rangers have just had the attitude of, we've got to be cockroaches. Uh, That's what Kreider said. Uh, He said something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he mentioned that, you know, they've just got to always be that team that doesn't die, just doesn't give up. And again, I I think it's a team that a lot of us should be really, really proud of uh, as we head into the offseason here. I know that they fell a little bit short of the ultimate goal, but uh, a team that it wasn't for any kind of a lack of effort. They gave everything they had, left everything on the ice every single night throughout this playoff run here. And then finally, I figure we can wrap up for today by discussing the latest New York Rangers signing, that being Gustav Riedahl. And I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that name, but you know, I was on YouTube, I was watching some of his highlights and listening to the announcers, and that's what it sounds like they're saying, uh, Gustav Riedahl, a 27-year-old, six foot three. 201-pound center. He has a lefty shot. He is a native of Karlstad, Switzerland, and he signs a one-year contract with the New York Rangers worth $750,000. And, you know, just kind of for some background here on Riedahl, he's been playing in the SHL since the 2013-2014 season, has never played in the NHL. Uh, In 2013-2014 in the SHL, he was with Frolunda HC. He's also played with the Vajo Lakers, uh, two years with them, two years also with Lulea HF, and then the past five seasons with Fardestad BK. And again, I apologize if my pronunciation is less than perfect for uh, any of these teams, but 
in his career in the SHL, uh, Ridal has skated in 371 regular season games, scored 64 goals, dished out 44 assists for a total of 108 points in those 371 games. He has a plus 20 in that time. He has also appeared in 78 playoff games, 8 goals, and 14 assists in those contests. And then this most recent season, probably his best in the SHL, skated in 44 games in the regular season, 15 goals and 15 assists. He was also a plus 6. And then in the SHL playoffs, he appeared in 19 games, scored 6 goals, picked up 6 assists, and had a plus 9 rating and an SHL championship to boot. Uh, Fargestad BK, his team there, they were the sixth seed in the 10-team tournament, and they ended up going to the finals and defeating Lulea in seven games to win the championship. Uh, he's also represented Sweden multiple times on the international stage at multiple levels, including the Olympics in 2022. And during that Olympic run, Sweden ended up finishing in fourth place. Ridal appeared in five games, did not have any points, but obviously, uh, you know, contributed in one way or another to the team finishing in fourth place in the Olympics and has a reputation as a gritty power forward. And even as I say that, uh, it sounds like he's a Chris Jury kind of guy. Chris Jury seems to covet players like this. And look, I think there's at least a chance. I don't know how good of a chance. You know, we have to kind of see how everything shakes out in the Ranger offseason here. I think there's at least a chance that we see Riedahl on the ice for opening night next season. And that might sound like, you know, I'm jumping the gun here, getting a little bit ahead of myself. But listen, the Rangers, I wouldn't say that they're like desperately up against the cap and they have all kinds of cap problems right now, but it's tight. They're projected to have about 11 or $12 million in cap space this offseason, and they got to get creative when it comes to how they want to fill out the bottom of this roster. And they just signed somebody from the SHL. Uh, if you're Chris Drury and the Rangers, you're hoping that you kind of found a diamond in the rough here and somebody that can come in and uh, contribute on the bottom six, likely on the fourth line. I, I think if he makes the opening night roster, it would most likely be as center for the fourth line. But again, the cap's going to be tight. The Rangers have to get creative as far as how they want to run out this roster with, you know, some of the depth pieces. And you just signed somebody here that is going to be making just $750,000 for the New York Rangers this upcoming season. So again, no guarantees that he makes the opening night roster, none whatsoever, in fact. But the Rangers have shown over the years that they let guys compete, whether it's, you know, training camp or the preseason, or if somebody's showing well for themselves in the AHL, whatever it might be, if somebody is starting to force their way into the New York Ranger lineup, they tend to roll with it. They don't hold guys back. You know, you look at guys like Keandre Miller, uh, Ryan Lindgren, just two examples, but uh, both of them ended up becoming mainstays in the New York Ranger uh, lineup earlier than expected. You could even throw Braden Schneider in there as well, three defensemen. Um, you know, Schneider obviously was a first-round pick, uh, not this past year, but the year before that. And he ends up getting a chance with the Rangers, taking the bull by the horns, and uh, basically never let go of it. So, you know, if Riedel has a strong showing for himself in training camp in the preseason, then he'll get his opportunity. And we'll see how it shakes out. You know, there could be a situation where guys like Brennan Othman or Will Cooley or Ryder Korzak, just to name a few, guys like that who were relatively high draft picks, uh, then certainly, you know, they're going to get their opportunity as well, you would have to think. But I think that uh, Riedel should at least get a chance here. And he could be somebody that the Rangers have signed because they like him as kind of a one-year stopgap. I mean, I can't speak for Chris Jury and, you know, what he's thinking with this signing here, but maybe he feels like, you know, guys like Offman, guys like Cooley, guys like... 
Korzak aren't quite there yet, and maybe Riedel is kind of like a one-year stopgap, somebody that could just kind of hold the place of one of those kinds of players uh, for the time being. Riedel is, after all, quite a bit older than those players. Riedel is 27 years old. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. To me, it's a signing that's harmless enough and, again, a creative signing because you do have to find a way to save some money when it comes to the depth pieces on this uh, Ranger roster next season. And I think we could pretty much call it there for today, but I would be remiss. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this, and today is the 28-year anniversary of the New York Rangers winning the Stanley Cup in 1994. I was just old enough to be able to remember that and kind of appreciate it while it was happening, although at seven years old, I don't think you really appreciate how special it truly is. Uh, But regardless, just a fantastic, wonderful memory for New York Ranger fans. And, you know, I know the joke from rival teams and, and their fan bases that, oh yeah, great job, you know, one cup in the last 82 years. Well, hopefully it can soon become two cups in the last 83 years. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. And obviously first things first, this offseason has to shake out. But again, I'm very, very encouraged by the season that the Rangers just uh, had. And only other thing I want to mention here today, definitely subscribe to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. There's a lot of bonus content that goes on there. Uh, just the other day, I was on Locked On NHL with Gil Martin, who does a great job hosting Locked On NHL, as well as Locked On New York Islanders. Had a great talk with him about you know the ending of the New York Rangers season. So my segment with Gil Martin from that episode of Locked On NHL is now available on the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel, and it's not going to be available via audio format. So there's going to be a lot of things like that where you know it's going to be available on YouTube exclusively, or in some cases there might be uh, full episodes, including this one, that will premiere on YouTube before it's available on audio. So definitely make sure you subscribe to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. And then finally, just one last reminder, we're going to be doing this episode sometime in the near future here. A reminder for everybody to get me your stories, your Artemi Panarin Game 7 game-winning overtime goal stories that you might have. Send them to me. Who were you watching with? What were you doing? How nervous were you? What were you thinking as that game was going on? Did you think the Rangers were going to come back when they were down three games to one? Want to hear from you guys. I've already heard a bunch of really cool stories regarding that very subject, but we're going to do an episode. It's going to be one of the easiest episodes I've ever done, but I think also probably one of the most enjoyable episodes I've ever done because I'm just going to sit here and read your stories and share you know, how you guys experienced it. Can't wait for that. Uh, So again, go ahead and share stories. And honestly, if you have photos and or videos of yourself doing this, uh, a couple people have included that as well. Send those along too. Why not? But yeah, that will pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. In our next episode, we're going to discuss the new contract between the New York Rangers and Vitaly Krasov and if and how he might fit into the Rangers' plans for next season. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.